Hey, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Dan and the Creators. Today, our creator friend or guest, whatever, I never promise this to be super professional, but whatever. Our, our guest today is my friend Sinclair. Sinclair is a uh, producer and artist based out of Nashville, Tennessee. What's up, Sinclair? Thanks for being here with me. Hey, hey, I'm pumped to, I'm pumped to join you, dude. It's cool what you're doing. Oh, thanks, man. And I feel the same about you. Um, oh, shucks. <laughs> we, were, uh, we were making jokes laughing about AirPods, right? And That's um, correct. Literally before we started this call. And um, what's some call? I, I was saying, okay, so AirPods. They look so douchey, but I, I was in New York, jeez, oh, like a year ago at this point. And I remember walking around and, and I had these strong feelings about how dumb AirPods looked. But then everyone had AirPods, and I'm like, well, if we all look like dumb robots, I guess that's like the new normal, so now they're <laughs> totally cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I, I remember seeing like people walk into the elevator with them on, and I was like, man, they, those look so douchey. And then when I went to get my iPhone, because I, long story short, I went without an iPhone for about eight months, and I just like went phoneless. But... When I went and I got a new phone, I, they were like asking me if I wanted the AirPods, and I like spent a little bit of time thinking about it, and I was like, "Man, that would be pretty nice while I'm driving." But I I have coined them douche pods, and um, <laughs> <laughs> I proudly wear my douche pods all the time. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the fact that you own them and you call them douche pods nullifies all potential of douchery. Oh, <laughs> that's. Hey, I guess that's true. Maybe maybe I strategically went with that. The, <laughs> <laughs> the mild the mild self-deprecation makes everything uh, okay suddenly. It's like maybe <laughs> if I grow out my hair but only but shave just the middle of the front but slick the sides, I can look <laughs> like a total total douche bro. But I can make fun <laughs> of my haircut and we're good to go. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right, Dan. I think you, I think you're I think you're catching on to my theory and my my practice. You know what, Sinclair? I think it's time for us to go into politics. We're ready. Oh man, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Poli get ready for political correctness on this podcast. <laughs> we'll, we oh, will man. teach the people. Yeah, I I feel like I would have been fired before day one, like already. Oh, dude, me fired. too. <laughs> oh, me, me too. No question. I'd be Tell like, me. go away. I, I would be like, wait, 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 wait. Tell a lie. I can do this. I can do this. Don't stutter. Don't stutter. Don't turn red. No, no. no. <laughs> Tell the lie. Just say it. Just say it, Sigler. <laughs> you're like twitching, and they're like, are you okay? And you're like, N -n yes. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, no, no. Is that a lie? <laughs> <laughs> oh, brutal. Silly. Yeah, I was I was thinking about that. Like, it ha, have you met like in the, not in a, a trite way, but have you met politicians before, like or a politician before? You know, I vaguely remember meeting some in Albany, New York, when I because Albany is the state capital, even though that doesn't make any sense to me now. But I, I get it in historical, like when I look back, but. It's kind of strange that it's the, the state capital. Um, yeah. But I remember visiting, I think I was probably 12 or 13, um, and I played at this dinner event um, 
and I think I met I, I met a few politicians. Yeah. Oh, one, I'm 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 breezing over a really important one. I when I was 19, I went to D.C. and I stayed with a really sweet politician um, because um, Babyface is like best friends with him, and we were meeting up there so I could play him a couple songs, and so I stayed at this politician's house. Whoa. There's a and lot I, of crazy stuff that just happened in that sentence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know why. I, I went right to my 12-year-old experience of, of meeting people at a dinner party where I ate soup that I thought was disgusting. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I breezed right over a much more uh, interesting uh, poli- politician story. But, yeah, go ahead. No, I mean, basically, all that to say, uh, if you remember, like, the interaction – it is frustrating for the most part. I mean, I haven't met Trump, so I couldn't say something like whether I was impressed or I liked him or something. But, like, I, f- I feel I would probably feel the other way, right? I have no <laughs> idea. I truly don't know. But I think politicians have this uncanny way of making you be like, that dude's pretty cool, like, when oh, you meet them. I would you agree know? completely. And I, and I think at the end of the day, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if we would feel that way about Trump. In person. And I think that even if you didn't like Obama, like, you know, I remember when Obama was elected and I'm from at that time. That was 2008. The first time he got elected. Um, Is that right? That's right. Yeah. Um, And I I was living in my hometown and it was I mean, I just remember the community was so mad that he got elected. Everybody was fired up and it was like. It was like some evil authority had just been put in place in the U.S. And <laughs> and it's so funny because I just remember thinking, I mean, I don't think any of our lives have changed that much. I don't know what everybody's complaining about. And then and then I also the older I got, the more I was like, man, he seems like a pretty cool guy. Like and, and you know, no matter what your politics are, I think that. These these politicians are that's that's in person. That's what they do. And the media creates this whole other thing so that we have a nice um, a nice contrast going on. And we have the the evil and the and the good. Um, (laughs) And it's hard to see. It's hard to see through that. But politicians, I think they they are that that's their job is to be able to make anybody who actually meets them like them, I think. Um, Yo, now that is insightful because that you're right. It's like if, if if you hate like person A, if you hate me, by the end of this conversation, you're going to love me. You're not just yep. going to love me. You're going to give me your money. That's crazy. <laughs> yes, yes, because they're going to figure out what what your personal needs are and they'll find a way to promise something to you, right? Yeah. Um that will make you feel seen and heard and appreciated by somebody important dude so i like i've just had this thought you know sometimes when somebody let's say somebody is like uh they do something really bad that puts them in prison right and people are like oh man if only they found their calling in life and they could have turned their life around you almost kind of wonder like somebody who has the skill sets to really crush it on capitol hill like yeah what could what could they do that isn't like, what does that skill set do really well for in politics besides like a drug dealer? Like, you know, Ooh. Whoa, like, wait, wait, <laughs> say, say that again. So, so someone who turns their life around, you're saying? 
No, not someone who turns their life or like less less about like prison or something. But like if you were to take a politician and say, OK, what are you really good at? You're really good at interpersonal skills. You're really good at winning people over. You're really good at um, raising money. I mean, fundraising. Right. You know, whatever. Yep. Like if you were to not do politics, what career or facet of the <laughs> world or community could you do where you would do well in that? You know, such a great question. I think a lot of them would be great pastors. Um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> I think that all. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of them would be great car salesmen. Um, yeah. What What else? I I mean, I those are the two that pop pop right in my head for some reason right away. Uh, that they would be primed and ready for. <laughs> Dude, the, the car salesman one is very funny to me because. Like we, we just, we bought a car, like a used car a few months ago when our third kid showed up, we had to get rid of our other cars. We needed more room. So I'm dealing with dealerships and salesmen again. And I could see a politician being like, you know, yeah, I really, oh, I hear that this needs, how it affects you. Mm, Family safety is going to be a big one. You know, you're going to want a vehicle that has really good crash test ratings. (laughs) And as it turns out. I think I have the car for you. <laughs> uh huh, uh huh. And then, and, and and then their their ability to to get you in on a, a loan that's way over your head would probably be very impeccable. Um. Oh, they would crush you. <laughs> <laughs> We're so terrible. We sound so cynical. <laughs> uh, I don't I mean, think we're wrong, hey, but <laughs> hey, our cynicism was primarily fueled by optimism per my question of hoping for a better future for politicians. That's, true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's great, Dan. <laughs> Anyways, I guess we need them. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so what's uh, what's been going on with you, man? Um, so. We're we're in quarantine. I don't know what day of of officially being in quarantine my wife and I are in, but um, we're we're thankful at the moment. We're still like taking in gratitude every day for the fact that we um, we were nomadic for about two years, and just this December we ended up um, finding a a perfect house in Nashville that just was within all of our needs and our within our means. Um, and so we, we kind of, we nested fast too. We were like in a hurry to like find, you know, make this place our home. Um, so we're really thankful that even though we had just moved in December, we, we really have a, we have a safe space to be in right now. And, uh, I've been, I've been thankful for that every day because I, I, I can't help but wonder, you know, especially with Nashville having the tornado, how many people are dis- how many people are displaced um, during quarantine? Um, how many people aren't really used to being home, and therefore they don't have they don't have their home set up to be like a haven? Um, yeah. And then yeah. how many people are in um, uh, domestic um, abuse situations and they're stuck at home. So I, I'm just thankful every day. Um, really. Oh yeah. Yeah. I didn't think about that. Yeah. yeah. Dude, you know, actually it's, um, it's, uh, it's crazy because I was thinking about every time it rains, I get really bummed out for 
Like, I don't know if you've noticed, like, if you pass anywhere in East or even, like, we stay um, East, like, closer to the, in the airport area or whatever. Dear Podcast World, I'm not giving you my address. And um, <laughs> uh, uh, w- when we pass, there's, like, a bank or, like, houses that are, like, demolished, right? But there's some houses where they have tarps over them. And it's like, yo, it's cold as fuck today. Like, it was raining oh. two nights ago, like, crazy thunderstorms, like... There's a ton of like debris at the bottom of my gutters. Like it rained like crazy. Yeah. Um, and you know we're like you said, like grateful, fortunate, uh, t- verbiage of choice to have a home, a haven where you feel safe. Yeah. And it is, it is like it's definitely not not to be like a downer, but it is so. I'm grateful, like you, just so grateful to not to not have to worry about my kids being safe when it rains. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's, I it's mean, pretty- it's a, it's a, it's underrated all the time when we have it. It's easy to just like, Oh yeah, that's, that's a thing that doesn't ever. Okay. Yeah. And we're back. My, my phone did something funny and it messed up and whatever, here we are. So we were talking about being just grateful and not trying to throw shade or I, I don't even know the right words, but it's like, awkward trying to wrap up an idea where you're trying to be grateful and not sound like a pompous dick for not ha- for having yeah. a I digress. <laughs> I see your point. I mean, I see your point. It, it, it's interesting though. I think, I think a lot of us, you know, when, when my wife and I were nomadic too, we also had like other grateful things throughout that season, but it, it does. It's interesting how the timing of all this has been, because I think it's really, uh, we're we're lucky because we're just feeling we're feeling so much gratitude without having to try and so i think that's helping us with our with our balance right now where i think a lot of people are feeling cooped up and going nuts and we're we're just yeah i guess we're just yeah we're happy to be in that situation and have that kind of having that yeah. contrast in our lives so yeah it's i one of the things that i really love is like when you have a timing because I think those timing things, yo, I think that timing stuff happens all the time. I think you're right. I'm just grateful when we get to notice it. Ah, that's that's a great point. Yeah. You know, because it's like like, dude, you got in your car today, you went to the grocery store, you wore your bandana, it was red, and you didn't get shot in the face. You do that shit in somewhere else. It's a different story, you know? Yeah, no, no. I, I, I see your point. <laughs> You're awesome. You're awesome. That's a very weird It analogy. was. It was fantastic. I, I mean, where did that come from? I love it. <laughs> I, the deepest recesses of my oh psyche, my apparently. Brilliant. But, you know, like, okay, like I digress, so it's like, you know, so, like you didn't get in a car accident, yeah. right? But the day you get in one, you're like, oh, man, I'm grateful that we're healthy, that we're yes. okay. Yep. But, you know, we there's so many, like, blah, 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 on and on. It could totally get really cyclic, and you could get really, like, meta and deep about it. But it is, like, it is nice. It is a beautiful thing when you have the opportunity to recognize the chance to be grateful. Yep, that's that's really, really well said, yeah. And uh, we we've also been practicing a lot of like this. Uh, we we've been practicing a lot of appreciation stuff because I do think that um, we always have the opportunity to be in that state, and it's like you just said. Um, and so we have been for about I would say 
I would say almost a full year we've been spending time in the mornings, like really focusing in on that. Um, and any days we don't, it's so funny. Like you just kind of feel off. You feel a little off with yourself and with, um, with the world. And, uh, this is just like, I don't know. It's, it's been really good for me. So practice some gratitude. No, I hear that, man. There's, there's definitely, there's definitely a lot to that. And I, I, I empathize with that. Cause I think, you know, like you said, we're fortunate enough that you, you were able to find a house, make it a home, make it a haven or whatever. And there, I have days where, I mean, our situations are different, right? So not a uh, indictment either way, but like, I, there are days where I'm like, my kids are crazy <laughs> or I'm just like, yo, fucking I'm like, end me, you know, I'm like really stressed or things are oscillating in my head, whether I'm aware of them or not. And just everything builds up. But it's like, you know what, dude, like you have a roof over your head, you know, like you had food to eat today. Like there's there are things, but it's, you know, I missed the opportunity. Yeah. That day yep. I, I see you. I see you. you. Know? I see you. You're you're right there, man. <laughs> um, yeah. So also with this whole quarantine thing. um, what else am I up to? I've been every day. I have been getting on Instagram or Facebook. I'm going yes. every other day at three o'clock uh-huh. central time. And uh, I go live for um, anybody, but for my fans mostly. Uh, and I play for about 35 to 45 minutes. Uh, I do song requests, um, mostly mostly my own songs but sometimes i'll i'll pull out a cover or two for for somebody if they've been you know really really asking for it and showing up every single day um and uh, i'm i'm on day today i think is my at least my 20th day doing it um and i'm gonna do it until we're done with quarantine uh which is a big which is a big commitment but at the same time i mean it's 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 just like it's what i feel like I have to offer um in light of what's going on um and people you know losing their jobs and you know being kind of in in weird limbo mode and I just feel like art is just this amazing powerful powerful thing that we all have access to and I'm just thankful that it's it's the thing that I you know do for my every day already. So now I, you know, I just feel like it's the thing that I can give. I don't necessarily have, um, a big pocketbook, um, to be, you know, helping people out with, you know, loss of income and all that jazz, but I, but I can bring them something to kind of keep their spirits up daily. Uh, and that's been really, really, really powerful, dude. It's been, it's been so sweet to see the feedback and, um, yeah. My fans have been supporting me and I'm, I'm I'm trying to support them kind of a thing. Dude, I, I love that. I mean, and I feel like that exchange has been happening in music for since the beginning of time. Probably. 100%. But now more now more than ever, though, like we, we were talking about this. I'm really glad you brought it up. But now more than ever, I'm really glad like this opportunity exists. And there's artists like you uh, uh like not taking advantage in a negative way, but like doing it. Yeah. Like now more than ever, we need. Yeah. Art. And, and, and this time is proving how much society and culture needs art. It's really cool that you're doing that. And like, not, not even just like the mental health side of things, but just 
giving people a chance to interact, like interact with you. Like if someone goes on your stream five days in a row and requests a song and you like listen and you're like, hey, you know what? What's up? You know, Marshall or whatever your name is. Like, here's that song you requested for five yeah. days, you know, like <laughs> that, that person can feel yep. heard, you know, and, and you don't you don't know what their situation at home no, is. No. Right. So it's like. It's it's really cool that you're doing that. I love that. So you said three o'clock central. Yep, day, yep. Right? Um, and today I'm going live on Instagram, and tomorrow I'll go live on Facebook. So it's every other day like that. Oh, so yep. It's I switch. Cool. It's really it's really okay. dope. And and you know because different people are on different platforms. I find that I definitely have a different base on each place. Um, and uh, so it's it's been good. It's been really good. And and it's the example you just gave is actually really what it turns out to look like it's like you know people that are mm. that i'm seeing them request several times you know okay and so i log it away you know and i go okay cool so today i'm going to do that request that somebody asked for three days in a row and then someone asks again for another thing that i already saw them ask for and so i write that down and i go okay maybe i'll do that on sunday or um and you know people just are absolutely loving it and um i think you're right they're feeling it 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 helps them to be like, oh yeah, this this is for me, you know, like this is this is also for yeah. my soul, <laughs> and uh, yeah. and yeah, it's been really special. So, um, and then along with that, I've been um, I've been doing some production work. The the interesting thing is that you know that's kind of even though I'm freelance and in theory, you know, I didn't get put off a payroll. Um, a lot of projects have been kind of pushed back, or I'm halfway through a project and. Uh, the payday is uh, just lingering because I don't know when the completion will be able to be. <laughs> um, so, so and, and that's what I rely on right now for the most part. I do, I, you know, I did some touring. I, I actually was I, I, so thankful for this too. I, I got to go out with Kevin Griffin and we had a run at the beginning of March, like the first like four days. We did four shows in a row. Um, and, mm. you know, those were really great. Uh, but then like two days after I got back, it was like, okay, everybody's going into quarantine. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, so in, in touring in general, like, I don't know what shows will or won't happen this year for me. Um, but thankfully for the last couple of months, I've mostly been relying on production work. Um, with that said, even that is kind of losing a lot of the, uh, the financial backing. Um, but, uh, I still have the opportunity to be creative because I am at home where I have my home studio set up. So um, I, re I recorded yeah. a covers EP for my quarantine fans and it's just like an acoustic covers EP so they can listen to that anytime they want. And um, I'm going to be working over the next couple of weeks on an original acoustic EP songs that they, you know, either love and they love the acoustic version they've been hearing live or songs that haven't been released that they've been requesting a lot of mine um so i'm kind of going to tackle that over the next couple of weeks and i mean i'm you know it, it's cool that it's cool that i can um so yeah. yeah i mean dude and and like sorry to cut you off but like one thing i think is really cool about you is like not only are you an artist but you have like you have fully and like, not who am I to say this, but like, you have some seriously fucking legit. Oh, thanks, dude. Like when it comes to like production and recording. Oh yeah, dude. Like you know what you're doing. So it's like if there was ever time to be like, 
super pumped that you can cash in on years. Of <laughs> yeah, 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 right? absolutely. And I, and I, I've been working on, um, I've been working on, uh, songs for a record and I'm thinking at this point, I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to end up shotgunning them out, um, throughout the year as singles and then just kind of see what happens. Um, because I'm really anxious to get them out and there's been, there's been challenges with getting funding anyway. And I've been, all of my releases um, since 2015 or 2014 have been fully independent. So I'm not, there's no marketing budgets or press budgets. And so I'm, I'm just like, well, you know, every time I release music, good things happen. I get on tours that I never would have expected to just because I put out music and somebody heard it. And um, so I, that's kind of my plan is to just kind of keep my head up and, um, and stay focused on what's good and what's positive and not, not get blindsided by all the potential doubts and worries and. <sighs> yeah, that's wise. Yeah. Dude, let me ask you, let me ask you something too. Cause I, I do think this is pretty interesting because you have a, a pretty long career as, as, especially as an independent artist, you said since 2014, you've been doing everything independent, um, which is congrats. I mean, six years, that's a long Thank time. You. Thank you. Um, yeah, especially solo. Like we're talking budgets and the amount of production work it takes, and that's not even like touring and like somehow maintaining a healthy life, work life balance. I mean, it's a lot. What um, what are some things that you've been doing to like, like, help continue your like your career? I'm having a hard time formulating a question, but like, just trying to embody like, I think it's so cool that you're still doing this and you're doing it independent because a lot of me, I've been in bands that were on labels, and I'm not. Until you get to a certain point, I'm not really entirely convinced a label is necessary. Yep, yep. Um, and I don't think every, I don't know if everyone shares that. I have a feeling you ha- you uh, resonate with that sentiment. But um, either way, what what are some things that you do? Like, if I was asking you for advice, what, what would Man, you tell me? So for for me, I think it's been a lot of learning, a lot of learning. I am always learning. It's just like as as an entrepreneur of any kind, you're just always trying to like do your best to go, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I took a misstep just then. Um, but I'm going to do the best with what I've got right now. Um, basically for me, it's been every step of the way, um, trying to learn, like trying to learn how to take advantage of, because it really is true. You have to take advantage of when the door opens and not be, not be, um, Here's, here's, here's what I've learned the most. A door opens and it's not the door you've been knocking on. It's the one across the street. Um, and, and, <laughs> and you go, well, you could either do this. And I've done this before. Well, that's not the door I've been focusing on. I want this person to open the door. I, I, that door across the street isn't what I've been prepping for. Um, it's not what I've been aiming at. I it's it's I've been standing here so long that I don't want to cross the street now. Um, well, I've learned that lesson the hard way. And the truth of the matter is, mm-hmm. if the door across the street opens, sprint. Check. Look, look both ways before you cross the street. Um, <laughs> and, and but 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 get there and get there with a good attitude. Be like, man, somebody somebody fucking heard me. Um. Somebody mm. heard me and somebody Damn. somebody knew that like I 
I have potential and there's a reason for me to be let in. Um, so oh, go, go and find your way in. And chances are that that person, when you, when you go and you open that door and you meet with those people and you're in their house and you're doing, you're, you're excited to be in their house. You've, you've shifted your attitude. You haven't let the fact that you were waiting for this other place to open. You've completely just gone, this is where I am right now. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy to be eating at this table um, and helping clean up if I can, do whatever I can. Um, so your attitude is going to make all the difference for maybe either the house across the street or an even better house um, and opportunity and door. So because, you know, every, every time you go in somewhere and you leave your mark, it, it leads to the next thing. Um, and whether that looks like um, whether that looks like a show that you play, um, that you weren't necessarily initially excited. You're like, man, um, sales aren't as good as I thought they would be. Um, or you're like, man, this, this tour is like losing me some cash. Um, I'm freaking out about it. Um, or whether it be, oh man, like I want to put out this awesome record, but like, I don't have the money to back it. I'm afraid it'll fall on the ground and not be heard. Um, there's all sorts of things that I could relate this to. Um, which is why I used a broader analogy, because at the end of the day, in, in my opinion, what happens is when you show up to that show and you play your heart out and you could care less that the room is, you know, a quarter or less full and you're losing money. There are still human beings there that are coming to yes. hear you sing and coming to hear you yes. bring what you have, bring your offering to the table. Um and do the thing that yeah. you can do. And so if you if you show up and you're feeling negative energy, chances are that opportunity is a lost opportunity. So it mm. no longer mm. is a stepping stone. It's just become um, a negative experience that you have in your past that you feel disappointed by. And maybe, maybe you're learning some boundaries and things, but um, maybe learning how to shape... Um, shape how you are able to be happy and, and, you know, how you can thrive and how you can perform best. Um, but at the same time, you're, you're missing opportunity when you, when you, when you find yourself there. Um, so, you know, for me, yeah. uh, examples are, um, I could go way back, but I'll, I'll, I'll take it from somewhere a little more recent examples are, um, I released an EP in 2015 that was a three-song EP uh, called Thanks. It's awesome. it was called Colorblind, and it was my first self-production, and it was, you know, an independent release. And um, my song, Sometimes, SMX, uh, got put on Spotify, New Music Friday, and I was not expecting that. I was pretty stoked. Um, I didn't have a budget. Um, I just you know, we did what we could, we did everything any independent can do, you know, submitting on Spotify playlists yourself, which is really at this point, not that much different from anything else. Um, and just, you know, hoping that maybe somebody will, it'll fall on somebody that likes it or whatever. Um, and then I, I made like a really affordable, (laughs) uh, one scene music video for the song. And, um, I just kind of was doing what I could. I did some touring. 
Um, and then basically like I, I just did everything I could independently and locally. I was, I was playing here and I remember I did a show. Um, was it that year? Yeah, it was. Um, I played a show like a year later in January that was headlining in Nashville and it was my first time headlining and I was pretty nervous and, you know, people, people were saying, oh, I don't know if like you should, you know, jump right to that, but I wanted to curate my own show and my own experience. So I did it and I freaking sold out the back corner, which was amazing. And I put together a big bash. I had a big band put together. I had background I had so background sick. dancers for a song and um, long story short, like I, I took a leap of faith because I didn't know if people would show up for my own show because I hadn't really done that. I'd done yeah. a lot of co-headlining things and um, and whatnot. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, Scared. people people showed the fuck up and they were ready to party. So cool. And I was the thing is that I was ready to like make the most of it no matter what. And so the people that were there, mm -hmm. they felt it. Like the energy was there. The thing, I, I went for it. And, um, and mm -hmm. Casey Musgraves was there along with a few other kind of like um, rad artists that were reposting my stuff after the show. Um, but she really loved the show, like really loved it. And um, over the summer, she asked me to go on tour with her. Um, yeah yeah it's crazy so i went i went on the oh what a world tour last spring um for uh one month of the tour uh and it was the best musical experience of my life you know but even speaking of which like i financially i didn't have any way to get tour support so totally being real completely real with you and the world i lost yeah. money um and and to say the least, I wasn't, I didn't have capital. So it was, it was, if I had spent that tour focusing on the fact that I was going to wind up going home and having a financial loss, if I had spent my time feeling that or feeling upset or bitter that I didn't, I wasn't able to find, if I had spent my time doing that, it would have been a wasted experience. And so I remember mm. thinking ahead of time, okay. My, I have a few choices and the choice that I need to make here is being so unbelievably excited about the opportunities and possibilities that this is going to bring and knowing that no matter what, I can find a way after this. I can find a way to fix things financially. Um, I don't know how and I could sit here and feel really bad for myself that I have this huge opportunity and nobody wants to help me right? That's what I could do. And I spent a, and I spent a couple <laughs> yeah. of days being like, what the fuck? I've, I've been, I've been like making music for over 10 years and, and, and I found my way here on my own. And that's not, that's not saying enough to anybody. Like I can't get any help. Right. So I had a couple of days of that pathetic attitude. Um, and then mm -hmm. I was like, okay, cool. So tour is going to be here in a month. Um, tour's going to be here in a month and I am so elated and these shows are just, I, I already knew they were going to be really amazing and they blew my expectations as far as being 
the best musical experience. Her crew, everything was wonderful. The crowds were packed every night, and they were packed by the time I got on stage. The audiences were singing along. I played the Ryman Auditorium, and I got a standing ovation after my set. Like it, this was like how how could I if I had let that some some of the things I could have let steal the joy, you know, could have made for that experience not being a stepping stone. Um, and there's just another example of like, yeah, like I, I had booking agents come out to the Ryman and, and say, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Sinclair is great, but like we don't really know what she is. Is she like pop or is she songwriter? We don't we don't know. It's like, you know, when you're getting those kinds of responses and it's like, oh, yeah, what, what you could do after that first show and hearing that news, you could be like, wow, this sucks. I'm on like the biggest tour of my life and I'm losing money. And this person said that again. The, the option is clear like you could focus on that or you could just go holy shit like all these new fans that i'm making oh my god all these i got to sing oh, on yeah. stage with casey musgraves that was a blast and play a guitar solo with her band behind me like you know like fuck it that's what that's that's what that's what this is all for um not the not the yeah. business nitty-gritty of you know feeling like you could be cut down at any moment um and it's a fragile thing right it's a especially as an artist, I think with behind the scenes stuff, it's a little different, but as an artist, you're putting yourself out there and you don't have a choice, you know, because if you don't put yourself out there, you will not move forward. Nobody cares if you're not going to be vulnerable and you're not going to yeah. show them who you are. Um, so yeah. it's very fragile, you know, you're like, okay, this is me that yeah. they're rejecting. Um, but at the end of the day, mm. like when, when there are people that are avid fans after you play a show, you just won. You just won. It's as simple as that. Oh. And, you know, when, yeah. when Casey's band was like, dude, like we loved, they just, they were, they absolutely loved what we, what me and my, my group, my crew were doing. And, you know, I, I just focused on those, those positives. I said, you know what, that's, those are the doors that are open. And like, I'm just going to be so stoked about them. And I'm not, I'm not going to deny that those other, those other things weren't disappointing. Right. But, but you can't course, focus yeah, on yeah, that. Yeah. You have to step into the now and be excited. Um, obviously that's like, that's a really interesting thing. Cause um, you know, there are thousands of artists in Nashville that are incredible that would be elated to be in that position as well. And so that was, you know, that's an interesting, interesting story. But at the same time, it's, you know, it's, it wasn't that hard to, to pick my head up and figure it out. I still have a lot of debt from that though. And I'm, I'm figuring that out. Um, but yeah. I have a lot of debt from a lot of things though. <laughs> yeah. Well, and he, and here's the thing too, like you, do you have, you don't have debt because you bought 15 fucking TVs for, you know, six in each room of your house. Like the reality is, is the decisions that you're making, like one of the things that I, I just, I resonate with and I'm just so like, so pumped for you is like at the end of the day, you're making those decisions because, and you said it at the other end, there are yep. people there. This is for people. And the reality is, is like, I, I, I this, you, you've like hammered this in such a beautiful way, but it's like, when you do this because people and you this music is for people and because that you care about them and it's something that 
does something for them, meets them somewhere emotionally, deeply, they connect with it. That's longevity, yeah, bro. And yeah, like the now, the now things of debt, man, there's, there's no doubt. I mean, that fucking is yeah. stressful, right? It can be stressful, but the outlook of like, it's still like, yes, what a sick opportunity. And instead of wasting it by being pissed the whole time, because you're going to be broke <laughs> when you get back home instead you're present and you enjoy it. And you're right, dude. I mean, how many times in Nashville where it's like you meet somebody and like five years later you meet them again and you're like, holy balls, I'm so glad I wasn't addicted <laughs> to that person. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, I think so in, in terms of the analogy that I gave to, I have like so many stories that have proved this to me. And I think it's important for people to keep their their minds open and their hearts open. I've made a few decisions where I was like teetering. I played this birthday party. I played a birthday party, right? And now I still play birthday parties, but I I charge a bit more than I did. uh, What was it? Three years ago. Um, And so I play this birthday party and I I was going to say no, but I kind of waited all out. And I was like, you know what? I get to see my friend Steve um, and I'm not going to lose money. Um, I'll make a little tiny bit. Uh, it's a lot of travel for a little bit, but that's okay. Like I get, I'll get to spend time with Steve. Um, and you know, I didn't know these people. I didn't know these people that the birthday party was for them. Right. So I go, I play mm-hmm. this birthday party. It's in San Francisco and it's at this office, um, this office building, this tech office, um, Heroku. And it's for this guy who's super rad and, uh, he's invited, He's invited friends and they've flown, flown across the country to come be here with him for this weekend of, of fun. And so I perform in this writer's round. And can I just say, like, I made lifelong fans. And then even even more unreal than that is I, I made like lifelong friends. And these people have like been mm. so kind to me. And like I couldn't ask for like they've meant a lot to my wife and I too, just on a personal level. Like they've, they've mm. just been such sweet mm. friends. And, and, uh, and I, I'm like, I look at that and I'm like, if, if I had gotten there and I just played a half ass show, cause I was like, this is, this is weird. Like, mm. I don't know, like it's kind of strange. I don't, I don't know any of these people and you know, they're all maybe a little bit older than me or whatever. And, uh, I, I could have just been like, okay, whatever, this is a throwaway. I'll play my songs and I'll get out. Um, instead I was like, this is, Hey, this could be really fun. This could be really fun. I'm going to meet these people. I'm going to, I'm going to stay late and dance with them. Cause they had like a little dance thing afterwards. Um, and so I stayed <laughs> and I hung out and I had a blast and like, you know, these people are yeah. lifelong fans and, and friends. Um, some of them, a couple of them are friends and, um, it's things like that. Like, and, and there are, there are so many stories I have. That's the thing is I, it over and over and over again, it's true. And I also could tell you times that I think I wasted it. And that's the other thing. Yeah. No, I could tell you a lot. <laughs> of those about me. I could tell you times where I was like, Oh, I don't want to be here. And all like, I couldn't yeah. get my head out of my ass. And, 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 and yeah. I'll tell you right now, I guarantee you that those, those moments when I did that, I'm sure I missed opportunities. Um, and either way, way, you know, it's about making music for the people. And if there are humans there 
be there, be there. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and honestly too, the, the toll of the longevity of your spirit, right? Like, let's say you, you, it wasn't a good experience, but if you, if you handled it in a way that didn't like destroy you, you can, you can live to that is a very good point. Yes. Yes. And you, I've also learned boundaries. I've learned boundaries. Sometimes you just, sometimes you have to say no in order to avoid having an experience that makes you feel more tired and jaded afterwards. Um, because, because you do have to protect yourself. We're only human. You can't give, 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 Mm -hmm. give, right. You have to have some sort of an equation that is circular so that the energy is feeding, feeding everybody. Um, and the creativity is feeding Mm. everybody at least to, to some degree. And you have to figure out what that looks like for you. Um, and everybody, everybody's different on that, you know? Um, yeah. 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 Wow. Dude. Well, okay, so we've <laughs> I like we're we're quote unquote running out of tape <laughs> on this thing. Um so I I hate I really do hate to uh to to bring this thing to a close so abruptly, but I cannot thank you enough for that Thanks, insight. Man. Like I think some people would probably pin you as an optimist, but I just think that's <laughs> fucking dumb. Like I I, I think I think that is such a powerful, like optimist, pessimist, it doesn't matter. Like your outlook and your, your way of approaching it. Like if you're an independent artist listening to this or like if anyone has any sort of ability to like learn from the way that you just put it, it is like, I mean, you've, you've encouraged and challenged me, you know, like I'm reflecting, thinking about things of like, yeah, no, yeah, you're right. And like moving forward and like even a lot of my ethos, whether it's, uh, whether it's like identified by what you're saying, it's like, yeah, you're right. Like you have to, you have, how you respond, yeah, how you react really does matter. It matters. Your silence, right. Or you're speaking either way, like you're making conscious decisions. And I, I mean, thank you for being honest about like that Musgraves tour. I mean, so many artists lose money all the fucking time. And all they can think about is I lost money. I mean, I've done that. And it's just like, that was yeah. miserable. I lost money. And, it's like, what a shame. I missed out on a cool opportunity because I was bummed and as, about And as a side note, money. like yeah. if I hadn't taken a band out on that tour, I, I could have made money. Um, and, and another side note, I cannot say enough good things about <laughs> her and her crew. Like that was a beautiful experience. Course, yeah. Like she, she was so cool. Yeah. You know, we would do tequila shots before the show and the last show, the last show she had us all around and, and said a big thank you. And I mean, it just was, I, I, my tank was full at the end of it. And, and, you know, obviously yeah. there were, I like I said, there were things that I could have gotten caught up on. Um, and human nature loves to see the glass half empty. Um, and I might be mm-hmm. an optimist. Yes. However, one of the things I've learned is that, Hey, if being an optimist makes me have, a happier moment and more consistent happy moments. Why the fuck wouldn't I? Like what's right? What's the oh, rationality yeah, there's... in that? Because I, I think I've had my seasons of either calling myself a realist or even leaning pessimistic. My wife will tell you. Um, and and I've learned <laughs> that's just like sure you can be that way, but all that's going to leave you is a negative life. Like it's it's that simple. Like. Yeah. It doesn't mean that you're wrong, right? You could you could be right. You could be yes, right about yeah. your 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 criticisms of the world and of this and that. 
You could be totally right, but it doesn't change the fact that the person you're hurting on a daily basis is actually just you. Um, but yeah, damn. damn. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Dan, well, thank you well, for anyways, having me. Okay, so for real. Oh, dude, it's seriously a joy and an honor. Um, how, before we wrap up, though, can you tell our friends where they can um, find? Yeah, you? yeah. Uh, my my handles are actually all the same for Facebook. Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. Uh, right now, I can't. Uh, and TikTok. Uh-huh. Uh, it's just at I go by Sinclair. So. And you you spell Sinclair? S i n c l a i r. Bada boom, bada bang. Boom. Killer. So, well, dude, <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I'm gonna call you after this because we ran out of tape. But dude, you are, you are awesome. Thank, thank you, thank you, thank you guys thank for you, listening. Thank you. thank you for having Times me. Times a million. Down.